Sales of Nation. It's your host, Tyler Lindley. Today, I have Matt Austin on the podcast. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Awesome, Tyler. Excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited for you to be here too. Matt is the head of global inside sales at Comfy. And today's topic is sales mindset. Curious, Matt, why are we talking about sales mindset? Why is sales mindset important to you? That's a great question, Tyler. As I look at all of the people around the world of sales, one of the things you see a lot of are tactics and techniques that I can go take and make my emails better or make my voicemails better. But one of the things that not enough people I think are talking about is what is that mindset that I need to take into each and every day as a sales professional in order to capitalize on that success and not just keep trying to have short-term wins and be able to stack those over the course of a career. I totally agree. It does seem like that's the case. We're both on LinkedIn, pretty active on there, and it is a lot more tactical where it's around, how do I write a cold email? Or how do I do this cold call? Or how do I say these words in this right order? But less around the mindset, which is almost like the foundation. Would you agree? Absolutely. The tactics are great. And there's a lot of people putting really great things out there. But if you don't take those tactics and look at them and how they fit into an overall methodology and how they're going to work for me as a sales individual and a sales professional, you can get lost trying 25 different things in a week. Some are going to work. Some are not going to work. But I never know which way to go if I don't have some consistency about my approach in sales. I'm so glad you brought that up. It's interesting. Why isn't mindset discussed more then? It's almost like we should start with mindset when we're onboarding or when we're just ramping up a brand new sales rep. Like we should start there, but it seems like we skip that. We skip straight to product or straight to tactics or straight to learning this tool. Why isn't mindset the foundation? That's a great question. I don't have any idea. I think maybe because it's a little bit more of a softer science. Yeah. It's very easy to talk about how many are the right words to put into an email. What's the right way for a call to action? How do I handle this objection better? Those are very tactile things. I can really grab my hands around it. When you talk about mindset, it's a little bit more of a misty subject, <laughs> not as easy to grasp and really understand. Yeah. But I think part of the biggest problem is that people don't really have a set way to implement mindset mm. in their day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes this really nebulous thing of, I know I should show up to be my best self today, but I really don't know how to go and do that. Do you think that's where it starts? Does it start with how do I show up every day? Is that the first thing you think of when you think of sales mindset? Actually, I think that's point number three. Oh. I've got a three-step way that I walk people through and the people on my team that listen to this podcast are going to roll their eyes when they hear this. <laughs> it's a big part of what I talk about with my team every day, every week in all of our meetings where I'm constantly talking to them about this. I really think that the first part of developing that strong sales mindset is really being clear about your why. Mm. Why are you doing what you're doing? And the easy answer for a lot of salespeople is I want to make a lot of money. <laughs> That's great. That's how I started in sales. I wanted to make money. And I knew for every deal I closed, I would make X amount. It was very predictable. I knew what my commission checks were going to look like. And that was great. But the problem is that when things get hard and you start to bog down and you're in that week or that two weeks or that month where things aren't happening the way that they're supposed to happen, money for me didn't keep me going. That makes sense. I totally agree. And that is the most common answer you hear. Why are you in sales? I want to control my income. I want to be able to work as hard as I want and get paid for all that extra effort. It's always yep. tied back to money, but money can be part of the reason, but it can't be the whole reason. Don't you agree? Absolutely. What I recommend people do is they put it to the five whys test. Mm. I want to make money. First question, why? <laughs> I want a fancy car. Okay. Why? And really get down, use that discipline about getting through all five of those whys and ask it for a number of different reasons about why you would want to be in sales, mm -hmm. that'll get you down to the core of really what you're doing. 
It's, hey, look, I want to be able to control my own destiny and have financial independence. That's a great goal. How does sales do that? And so that when I'm in those months where I'm bogged down and things aren't going the way I want them to go and I'm getting fed up with, we don't have a great product or we don't have great marketing or we don't have whatever, I can go back and focus on, hey, look, this is what I'm setting out to do. This is why I decided to do it this way. And it helped me in my career kind of weather the storm of those slower or down periods and kept me moving through them. Mm. I'm so glad you brought this up. I was just talking to a brand new rep. Has only been in the role six weeks or so, but it's had a rough couple of weeks. Like, oh man, feeling down. I don't know. Do you have any advice for what I can do? Because I'm really struggling. I'm not doing as well as I thought. I have high expectations for myself. And I asked this exact question. I said, why are you in sales? Why are you working hard to try to make this extra commission? Why are you doing this? That's what you need to be reminding yourself of because that's what's going to keep you going. And you need to put a note, (laughs) put some physical reminder on your desk of your why to constantly be connecting. Why am I making 100 cold calls? That's why. Why am I putting up with all this BS? That's why. That's why I'm here. And you've got to constantly be reconnecting yourself to that why. Absolutely. And that ties right into part two of developing this mindset is have concrete goals Mm. that you're looking to achieve. Let's run off this same idea. I want financial independence. What does that look like? I want to save enough money for a down payment on a house. Mm. That's a great goal. But what does that really look like? If I need to save 20% on a $500,000 house, I need to have $100,000 cash. I can take that and then break that down as a process to accomplish by the end of the year, end of two years. I know how much my expenses are every month. I know how much of my income is. I know what I need to do and how much I need to save if I'm going to achieve that goal. By taking that goal and that understanding of the why, converting the why into a goal and breaking that goal down into steps, again, it allows me not to get overwhelmed by having VHAG kind of goals, right? Big, hairy, audacious goals, because those can be intimidating sometimes. But if I can break them down into smaller goals, that will allow me to still feel good about myself when I'm in process, even on the months where things aren't going my way. Exactly. And sometimes that's all you need is to break it into those smaller chunks, because it can seem so audacious when you say this BHAG or this huge thing, I need to make all this money or do this. It seems like it's almost unachievable. But if you just talk about what's the first step, what do I have to do first to get moving in that direction? And then it's snowball effect. I can just keep going. I like how you talk about it's not just goals, but it's concrete goals. It's granular goals and it's breaking those down step by step. Do you work with your reps? Do they know how to do that themselves? Or do you have to teach people how to create concrete goals? I think you have to teach people. So I just onboarded a couple of SDRs through Vendition, by the way. Vendition's awesome. Go take a look at them if you're looking to bring people on board. That's one of the modules I put into my onboarding Mm. is how to set goals. It's been a career changer for me really getting specific about the goals that I want, why I want to accomplish them, how am I going to step-by-step, piece-by-piece get that done, and then giving myself actionable pieces that I can do a day at a time, a week at a time to work towards by the end of the time period I've set that goal for, mm-hmm. being pretty close to getting it accomplished. Did you have a mentor? Did someone give you this piece of advice? Matt, you need to go out and create concrete goals for yourself. What was the impetus for you doing it for yourself for the first time? Part of it's been mentorship. I've been fortunate to have really good mentors and people that were willing to give back to me as I was up and coming. The example that I always use is I remember the first year I got a million dollar sales and I'm sitting at my desk on January 2nd going, there's absolutely no way I'm going to hit a million dollars this year. And I called my mentor and told him the same thing. I was like, look, I think I need to go look for a job. There's no way. I've never done this before. I can't do it. And he says, all right, let me walk you through this process. Let's break it down. I said, okay. He says, if you have a million dollar quota, how much do you have to do every quarter? 250 grand. What's your average deal size? Right now it's about $25,000 a deal. 
says, okay, so you need to do 10 deals a quarter. Yep. That's a little more than three deals a month. How many opportunities do you need based on your close rate to get a deal? And we worked this thing step-by-step, step, backwards, backwards, backwards. I knew that every day I needed to send, I don't remember what the exact number is. I just sent 35 emails and right. make 50 phone calls. And if I did that based on the math and knowing my conversion rates, by the end of the year, I'd be pretty close. Yep. And what that allowed me to do is have that daily goal. I have a day that I get hung up on six times. People yelled at me. My emails came back bounced. I knew that I did my 35 emails and my 50 calls. I could feel good about myself at the end of the day, mm. no matter what the outcome or the result was of that very independent moment in the grand scheme of things. I think not a lot of people know the math like that. They hear a number right. from their manager, you need to make 50 calls a day, but they don't attach that number to the concrete goal and then attach it to their why. I'm doing a program with Kevin Dorsey right now through Pavilion, and he's teaching about that math. And I think he takes his reps through a similar process to break it down granularly so that then you can attach it to that larger goal that you're trying to reach. Not a lot of people do that. But like you said at the end, it makes it such that as long as you do the inputs every day, you can feel good about yourself. The outcomes will hopefully come, but if you're doing the inputs, you're taking care of at least the controllables. And then everything else is going to be based on probably how good you are and probably some dumb luck involved too, Absolutely. but at least control the controllables. And I preach that to my team every day. Focus on the things that you can control mm -hmm. because there's so much in sales that we don't control. Prospects budget. Do they change jobs? And there's a thousand things that can go <laughs> sideways in a deal. Yep. But if I can stay focused on what I can do and what I can control, the outcomes tend to happen if you know your math. Kevin's awesome. I learned some of the goal-setting tactics I used from a class that I took from Kevin Dorsey. Yeah, Kevin just teaching us all. Absolutely. Until I'd seen kind of some of his framework and now you're reinforcing it, I had never seen it broken down like that. I had never had yeah. conversations with my sales managers or I as a manager was never having those conversations with my reps of breaking down all of these things so that basically we're just getting aligned on a plan and then the math is the math. Absolutely. At the end of the day, sales is part math. The numbers don't lie either. If you want to succeed, here's the math and here's what you got to do. And if you don't, then don't do it. It's there in front of you. So it makes it a lot more black and white. Going back, I think a lot of people were never taught to do it that way. Mm. And all they were taught was, hey, here's my number. Go crank. Always be closing. <laughs> I follow Josh Braun a lot yep. on LinkedIn and see a lot of his content. And I can absolutely relate with his idea of salespeople in that commission breath. Mm. I can almost see it when people are <laughs> they're pressing to get that deal because, oh my God, I can't let another deal slip. <laughs> they're so focused on the outcome that they're pushing and pushing and pushing and actually making themselves less successful than if they would just focus on executing the process the right way each and every day and let the results take care of themselves. Exactly. It's funny you say you can see it. You really can. It's almost like yeah. commission breath. You can feel it. It just pervades the room, whether it's a Zoom room or it's in person. It makes yeah. everyone in the room uncomfortable and it probably just pushes you further and further away from reaching your goals. Yeah, absolutely. Which is ironic because the reason it's happening is because you want to reach them so bad, but it's like you squeeze it too tight. Sometimes you have to let your goals come to you as long as you're running a plan and a process. Absolutely. And I know that because I was guilty of it early in my sales career. Yeah, we right? all are. <laughs> I didn't know any better. Push, 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 which actually made everything harder for me. Every time a deal would slip or someone would tell me no, I would take it personally. And that goes back to why I think mindset in sales is so important. Yep. Because you can let that stuff roll off your back if you're focused on the right things and not just focused on outcome, outcome, outcome yep. in each individual outcome.
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So you mentioned that there were three things. You said the first one was you're clear about your why. The second is those concrete goals that you need to break down. What's the third bucket, Matt? Focus on today. My wins from yesterday don't matter today. Just because I got a deal closed yesterday, I mean, welcome to sales. What happens on the first of every month? The counter goes back to zero and I've got to start all over again. Yeah. But I can't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow because that's going to screw up me focused on my process today. I can't worry about the rejection that I had yesterday or the win that I had yesterday. It's all about what do I need to do today? How do I prep for that call? How many calls do I need to make? How many emails do I need to send? How many demos do I need to do? What is the math that I need to do? And what is my daily focus to get that done? Because then I can worry about getting that stuff done for today and not about what might happen next week or on Thursday when it's raining outside and (laughs) I didn't bring my umbrella to work. And I don't know about anybody else, but I have the ability to take some of these things and just run with them for a while in order to avoid that future tripping that happens in your mind. If I can stay focused on what do I need to do today? How do I show up my best self just today? How do I improve a little bit today off of what I did yesterday? Again, it allows me to stay focused on that process, which will get me closer to accomplishing those goals and really realizing that why that I set out at the beginning. Totally agree. It's hard. You're talking about being present in that day and trying not to have look ahead syndrome to where what's coming or look behind what happened. What can I control today? Because that's really all we can impact is what's happening today. But if we let that future or past thinking cloud today, it's going to impact today. But this is easier said than done. 100%. How have you tried to internalize this yourself and actually put it into practice in your day-to-day, Matt? Start small. Mm. There's that old saying out there, how do you eat a whale? One bite at a time. Yep. You've got to start small with these little pieces. Get yourself some small wins. Start to build that momentum. And then once you've achieved some small wins, then start to build on those. You know this from talking with Kevin about the goal setting write them down. If you write them down and you put them in front of you, you put sticky notes on your monitor, on your desk at home or at your desk in the office, it really makes those things come real and come true. So that would be point number one, write it down. Number two is know your math. You can't break things down into daily activities if you don't know what those daily activities need to be or should be. And so that's where I started. Look, I'm 15 years into a sales career. I would say maybe in the last five, I've gotten really good at this. Mm. So it took a while to get your sea legs going and really start internalizing this, it sounds like. Absolutely. It's been a process for me. I still have a lot of learning to do. I'm not consistent about it every day. It doesn't happen that way. But what I am is I'm more consistent now than I was last year. And I was more consistent last year than I was the year before. I've still got work to do and ways to continue to improve on this. I'm not perfect by any stretch, but having this process and having a way to think and go about it makes it easier to do on a daily basis. 100%. And that's the bonus one that I would tack on. I love your three, clear about your why, concrete goals, focus on today. To me, 3B or the fourth one for me would be that continuously learning mindset, staying curious, being focused on your own professional development. To me, that is a mindset of sales. I like to say sales is like golf. You can't win golf. You can't win sales. You can only try to get better and be the best you can that day or that quarter or that year, but there's no winning it. So it's a lot of between your years. And what are you doing to focus on getting better in your role, in your conversations, in your mental health, in all of these things? How are you controlling that professional development? To me, that's such a huge mindset. And the people that have that, have such a leg up in sales because it cannot be taught. Either you want to improve and be better and learn, and you're always curious to to know more and to do better, or you don't. There's just no 
There's nothing else to do. I think you can apply this same process to making yourself. I talked to my team about 1% better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be these giant leaps and bounds of improvement. Right. But how can I be 1% better today than I was yesterday? We're doing a book club on my team with Atomic Habits. Mm. And they talk about that, where yep. if I can be incrementally 1% better, by the end of the year, I'm 37 times better than how I started out the year yep. by making little incremental improvements. If I have my goal of, hey, look, I want to get 1% better every day this year. How do I do that? Here's one way once you've broken it all the way down. I'm going to read 10 pages of professional development literature, whether that's sales books, whether that's goal setting books, whether whatever. If I read 10 pages a day, guess what? I've learned something today that I didn't know yesterday. And you can apply that one day at a time, 1% better and continue to build and get better that way as well. Exactly. And that's the stuff that it's not required. You don't have to do that. You can be fine and get by in sales without doing that. But that's what separates the A from the B from the C players. The ones that take control of all of these things, take ownership of this sales mindset because your manager can give you great ideas. Like it sounds like you're doing a great job of enabling your team with a lot of these great ideas. At the end of the day, they each individually have to take ownership of these things. They're the ones that are responsible for putting pen to paper. I can fill your head full of great ideas and things to think about and and processes in which to do that and to make them a reality. But until you step up, pick up the pen and put that pen to paper, you haven't actually done anything yet. We've just talked about it. I forget who said it, but goals without a plan are just daydreams. And that really hit home for me because that's true. Because for a long time, that's how I did it. Oh man, I want this big house on the beach and da, 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 da. But I had no idea how to get from where I stood at that moment to being able to accomplish that goal. Yep. And so that's why once I learned this and I started to have some success with it, I became fanatical about it because it's just had a dramatic impact on my success as a salesperson, but just my own contentment and happiness with with day-to-day life. Totally agree. Matt, any closing words of advice or thoughts on sales mindset that you want to leave our audience with? Mindset in sales is a competitive differentiator. If you are a salesperson that is striving not just to get by, but to actually dominate in any sales organization that you're in, don't worry about the tactics and the techniques. Those can be taught. Get your mindset right and the success will follow. Love it. Awesome. Matt, great conversation. If my listeners want to find more about you online, how can they do so? Yeah, you can come check me out on LinkedIn. Perfect. Awesome. And we will link to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes. So everybody head to thesaleslift.com and check those out. Matt, really appreciate the conversation. Had a blast. And I hope all the audience learned a little bit about their sales mindset today. Yeah, that's fun, Tyler. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. See ya. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. You can find all the links discussed and the show notes at thesaleslift.com. That's the, T-H-E, sales, S-A-L-E-S, lift, L-I-F-T, dot com. Have questions for me? Email me at tyler at thesaleslift.com. We look forward to seeing you back here next week. And we hope today's show brings you the sales lift your business needs. Remember, ideas plus action equals results. You've got new ideas. Now it's time to take action. And the results will follow. See you next time.